welcome to the Divine Feminines podcast and channel. I'm your host, Steph Desar, and in today's episode, I'm going to share ways of how you can not absorb the energy of others. So before I get started, don't forget to like and subscribe to this channel. We're Divine Feminines on YouTube and all major podcast platforms. We're also on Instagram and TikTok, and you can find us with Divine Feminines with a Z at the end. By like and subscribe to this channel, we have everything to get you going and become your best self for mind, body and soul union, divine masculine, divine feminine and balancing those energies. We talk soul connections. I also talk twin flames. And then on YouTube, especially if you subscribe, you get bonus content that is on the moon, moon manifesting, full moon rituals and energy updates and also portal updates um, are covered on YouTube. So I think there's a bit of something for everyone there. And um, welcome back to all of my lovely, loyal Soul Tribe subscribers and uh, a warm welcome to anyone new that's joining. Thank you for being here. And I think it's great that, you know, you want to take the time out of your day to listen to some of my shared experiences and messages that I feel are relevant and that are going to bring value. I wouldn't be doing this and won't be taking the time out of my day today because I do this from literally the goodness of my heart I do this and that's what inspired me uh, my own journey and what I've experienced in my own divine feminine rising experience and as I'm going along that journey I heed and learn messages and that there's so much insight that I, I cannot just keep it to myself I know that that's part of my soul's purpose and that's why I'm here today so how to not absorb other people's energies so this is a really interesting one because it kind of it really does transcend across any connection, um, particularly those that might find themselves in soulmate connections, twin flame connections, high vibrational connections. There can be a really intense, especially for twin flames and high vibrational soul connections, there can be a really intense connection with that person. And at some points, you don't actually even know whether it's you or them or it's both of you. And you almost kind of feel quite identical with that person. There's a lot of mirroring. I mean, in a lot of situations, we mirror. We are mirrors. Um, if it's a past life uh, connection where it's someone, it's a soul that you have had many a lifetime with, there is a lot of resonance and there's so much a depth to that connection that is sort of unsaid but felt. And that can be quite overwhelming when you get to know someone more or you're around them more, you interact with them more, and then you're not around them, but you feel them. So when I'm talking about how not to absorb someone's energy or the energy of others, I'm not just talking about when you're in the same room as them, because this is not just about physical space. This is, you know, absorbing someone's energy can, it bypasses any physical domain, right? It's an energetic thing. So uh, I want to make that clear. But likewise, absorbing the energy of those at home, family, friends, people at work, um, this is relevant to all of these connections. But anyone that is actually finding themselves in quite intense, they've met somebody and it's become quite intense and they're either going through challenges or separation, this is still going to be very valuable for you. And anyone else that is quite sensitive, and I will use the word empath. So, you know, a lot of you might already resonate with this. What's an empath? Usually empaths are those that really pick up and are sensitive, um, can really feel and read energy from around them. They can pick up the energy and the emotions of those around them other than themselves. And when you are an empath, 
it can be kind of quite heavy, um, you know, without realising that when you're around people, you're picking up on a lot of their sort of situations without even um, in- intending to. You might leave feeling quite drained. You might leave feeling quite um, frazzled. And you might find that you need to be alone and you might find yourself quite exhausted. I definitely resonate with being an empath. I definitely take the right measures for myself. Um, I think that as we get more mature and more along our path and our journey, time with self is the most important time you can give to yourself. And especially if you're an empath, it's a double gain, right? Um, But also other than not just being an empath, and by the way, um, you know, empaths tend to have come about because when they were younger as children, they were exposed to so much um, intensity and maybe deep emotions and and quite a lot before at a young age um, that makes them like very um, considerate, aware and empathetic to those around them. And they develop that empath, those empath type qualities later on. They, 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 they're more aware and there's a care there. Um, there's a natural, genuine feeling of care, but boundaries need to be made and measures need to be put in place so that it doesn't become um, unwavering and just unwieldy to, to navigate because at the end of the day, you need to navigate yourself and go forward. We cannot be carrying others. We cannot be trying to be the hero or save others. And I still, you know, shout out to my feminines um, and my divine masculines. There's a distorted feminine energy that is residing in both the feminines and masculines that want to kind of mother, um, save, and, you know, um, oh goodness, I didn't realise, but I've had that mothering element to me back before. I mean, it's definitely, it was a distortion and I, I removed it, but um, wanting to do more, right? Like you're always wanting to give and you think that that you need to give because that's what's going to validate you. But um, there is there is definitely an inherent feminine wound that exists in both the masculines and feminines that needs to be healed and brought into balance. And that's really about, you know, knowing yourself and staying centred in yourself and not over-giving in situations, but, but not even just the over-giving. It's not really that that I want to make the point on in this episode, because I do talk about over-giving. It's about wanting to like make sure that you're take you know you're caring for the other person and you're you know you oh they're going through this okay I need to be there and all of that okay I'm not saying you don't need to be there friends family and likewise colleagues will support one another partners but you need to have a boundary you know and if if someone you know that is going through something and you're aware but you don't feel like you're in the right position to be there for them that's not there's nothing wrong with that you need to put yourself first and you know um, I've been in those situations where I know those around me might be having a moment or something I show compassion and this is a key word in this whole episode I show compassion but I give the compassion to myself first so you know I'd be maybe in a situation where like another friend might be like oh so and so is not doing so great and I'm like yeah I know I know but I don't have the space to hold that for them right now I've got to do me like I've got my own sort of self-reflection and self, um, self-focus. self And when I feel ready, I can then maybe interact and hold space. 
there's nothing wrong with that and I'm glad that I did that and I'm glad I continue to do that do you know what I mean I'm not it's we're not here to be bending over backwards to, at the at the risk and the compromise of our own well-being and our own um you know our own balance so this is this is why this message is here and um also you know wanting to be of assistance and helping others and worrying about them worrying about others it's like why are you worrying about someone they're an adult okay if it's your child i get it parents <laughs> parents are going to worry about their child if it's you know and and to some extent you need to draw a boundary yes be concerned about your child but draw a boundary that you're not getting overly like anxious and you know stressed out over your child and what your child's doing because there's something not quite right there you're you've got something that is carried on through as a wound or some kind of ancestral thing that you picked up from your parents, right? Where they kind of behaved that way with you or they were very sheltering or very sort of like, oh my God, like, okay, don't do this, do that. Oh, I need to know where you are. I need to do this. You need to, you know, um, and then you might pick up those traits. I definitely don't have those traits. My parents were quite liberal. They didn't even know where I was half the time. But then that can also create the thing of, don't you care? So, you know, there there is balance in every part of things. But... Um, Luckily, I, th I think that them being quite liberal with me allowed me to be the free spirit that I am today, but that I was when I was in my younger days, you know, traveling and studying abroad, working abroad, and just having that freedom and not having parents loom over or whatever. That's a nice feeling. And I think that allowed me to give freedom and um, freedom and a space because space is important right to those around me as well and respecting their space so i want to go through how you can i just needed to set up that because you know i wanted to connect with a couple of examples you know you may find that you go you go out with friends you come home and you're like i am so exhausted or you're not even out with friends but you're on your own you're doing your thing or you're busy but you're picking up on other people's vibes or you're getting some messages and you you know there's something more to it but at the same time assuming doesn't also help but understanding how you feel will help massively so the first way to sort of make sure you don't absorb others energy is actually identifying with the feeling so you tend to probably start feeling stuff, whether that's, you know, you're feeling sensitive, you're feeling sad, you're feeling a bit frustrated, you feel a bit heavy. What is it that you're feeling? What is it that is coming up? I try to identify with it and like look at it in the face and sort of say, what what are you feeling? Are you frustration? Are you anxiety? Are you sort of sadness? Um you know, I've, I've picked up people's sadness many a times and I'll feel the feeling of sad. I'm like, what's this wavering feeling of sad? And then the person comes to me and I'm like, and, and, and some of you may even experience that. And the person comes to me and I'm like, yeah, there's something going on with so-and-so, but I need to keep doing me and I need to focus on me. And I, it's not my place to pry into their business, but I need to keep that boundary and I can be there and have compassion for them, but... It's not for me to assume why they felt the way they did and, and vice versa. Um, so it's important to identify with the feeling. If it's your own feeling, then much easier to navigate. You're like, okay, I'm feeling frustrated because 
I didn't get to do what I needed to do today and it makes me feel a little bit like uh, annoyed with myself. Okay, but it's not good to be annoyed with yourself so give yourself some self-compassion, keep it moving. So you'll know as you sort of go, what's that feeling? Where is it coming from? Is it me? What does it feel like? And then does it feel like it's genuinely coming from me? So that's the first one. The second one is ground yourself. And this is like, a, you know, an age old trick to be doing every day anyway. So if you are committed to grounding every day and consistently, you won't pick up people's energy as much, but you can still pick it up. I ground regularly. I am very conscientious and consistent, but I will still pick up the energies. I'm highly intuitive, so I will. Um, and so there's sometimes you cannot like avoid it, but being mindful and aware. Now, grounding yourself um, depends on where you are. If you're in a group, in a physical situation with others, and you're feeling sort of like the energy just being really quite intense, maybe just kind of bring yourself back to your center and focus on what's around you and just identify with objects, things, you know, the seat you're sitting in, breathe in and out, maybe don't talk for a bit, just kind of regain, even if you have to go out of that room and go into the toilets or go somewhere else just to kind of calm and kind of center yourself. If you're not around others, and I find this happens a lot to me anyway, that I'm not around others, but I do pick up on their energies or something coming from them. Um, and it might just be because I'm so highly intuitive, I, fit, I pick up on stuff that they're going through, but it doesn't mean that they're necessarily trying to send it to me. It's just my intuition is picking up on, it's like the spidey sense is picking up on it. Um, so I just have to kind of go, oh, okay, all right, that's not mine. Let me keep it moving and focus on me, right? So when you're on your own and you're feeling that, like the grounding is great, like be present, sort of you can meditate, you can put on some like binaural beats, you can just do some nice breathing in and out through the stomach. When you breathe in and out through the stomach space, you are, you know, starting to offset your parasympathetic um system so it's actually very stress relieving it's very calming on the body it's the yogi breath uh what we do in yoga and it's fantastic it really gets you into the zone so try those methods and even just even just really um kind of focusing on how you feel your body just like looking at yourself just being in that present moment like constantly being in that present moment is going to bring you back to your grounded self you could take off your shoes walk barefoot if you're at home and you can go in the garden you can just go and earth in the garden that would be a really good um uh opportunity and the next one is about being self-aware and you know self-awareness is so important because when you are sensitive to other people's feelings acknowledge your need for alone time right and I really, it's it's so sad because I see so many people around, whether it's at work or just in passing or friends I know or family that really don't get much alone time. And I'm like, what's going on out here? Like, they might get a little bit, but I just don't think it's enough. And they think that it's enough. And I personally, I'm like, Either I am on the I am on the complete other side of the of the spectrum where alone time needs to be like you know consistent and you know a good amount um, and I understand like I'm quite a free and independent person so I don't have so much around me but at the same time you can create those boundaries um, meaning 
you know, when you've got family with you or staying with you, then you have to create boundaries for you. You know, I will have family around me. I will have friends around me. I will have work around me. And I have to still do that. So it's about taking that ownership. Um, Allow your feelings to be without judgment. So when you're self-aware, don't judge yourself for how, you know, what those feelings are. Learn what triggers you in a negative way. So if you're feeling negative about some of those emotions, um, they could be coming from someone else. They could be coming from you. But, you know, and what's bringing you feelings of joy and, you know, um, the, the own those feelings, the moods and the triggers, own it all. I mean, it's easier to tell when you are picking up on someone else's energy. I mean, being more self-aware will enable you to really cultivate different different ways to acknowledge emotions and that do not belong to you. So you know how you're feeling and all of a sudden... Like I might get up, have a really great start to the day, and I tend to always really have a great start to the day because I'm very intentional about it. And then midway through the day, like this unwavering emotion comes through, and I'm like, uh, okay, what is this? Is this me? Is what does it feel like? Okay, it feels really sad. It's like a missing kind of feeling. Okay, and this could be to do with a connection. So let me give you this example. And and the, and you're feeling this feeling of like longing and missing and you're like wait a minute okay is that me and then as you you know you start to get really sad and you want to cry you're like oh my gosh and then then you start maybe start to realize that's not actually me or I'm picking up on it and I'm picking it up from the other person who might not be expressing that they're having a hard time or they want some support they're feeling lonely they don't want to vocalize it but they're doing it in an energetic way thinking of you and and then that emotion's there and you're picking up on it. So that's a good example, especially that happens in these high vibrational connections. It can happen during the twin flame stuff. Oh, it can be quite intense for twin flames. So any of the twin flames that are here, and I don't like to use the label. If you've seen, I've just dropped another episode around um, recently around choosing to not be with your twin flame. Because ultimately, you don't really need to be with your twin flame if you're doing the work. And that's just free will it just serves a purpose and actually one of the greatest experiences during the twin flame journey is this taking on their energy and being quite intensified with their energy and that come coming through it can be quite overwhelming really hard to navigate and quite super emotional especially if you're uh, the feminine because the feminine really does struggle with some of that because the masculine tends to bottle up those uh, emotions and doesn't communicate them to the feminine so that can be quite tough next one is trying to create this healthy separation of your emotions and what you're feeling versus the other person or people and what you could do is you could visualize a glass wall and now with the glass wall it's not like oh go away it's a big like a big spiky big you know tall 10 foot fence it's a glass wall so you can still see the other person and this is allowing you to sort of see them and recognize their emotions maybe have compassion for it not trying to like label their emotions not trying to understand it because that's not your job that's their job and then understand yours and be self-aware and own yours you know you know that way that glass is there to allow you to not penetrate through the wall right and when they hit the wall they bounce back to the other person so not to you so if you can see that 
and you imagine, you know, take yourself to the meditation and see that gospel, see that person, see their, whatever you think that you're feeling, picking up on, and keep it on the other side of the glass and then keep your, you know, what you might be wanting to express at that point is I have compassion, I am aware, but that's your emotions, those are your energies that, you need, that you're going to handle in your way, it's not my place to say, but I respect and I am mindful of that, so... Um, and that's a really nice energy because then you're giving, you are giving uh, a, a, an awareness to that energy that's coming, uh, but you're not taking it on and you're not harboring it and you're not taking on any burdens of anyone else's. Um, the distorted feminine has a legacy of taking on and the distorted feminine energy within the masculine, right? So just distorted feminine energy overall has... Um, the unfortunately is susceptible to taking on the energies of others and carrying it as a burden and feeling like it's their 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 cross to bear like whether a friend or family member is going through something you've got to have that fine line you've got to have that glass wall where you can show compassion but it's not your place to be running them down and making sure that they've got their stuff together and what are you going to do next and da 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 like, that's not your place. You're not the coordinator, the orchestrator of their life. Live your life, right? And it might be easier said than done because there's a lot of habits and a lot of this behavior stems through passed down wounds from the mother, uh, even from the father, but especially from mothers as well in families um, where this is, you know, the mother's, you know, uh, what's the words of uh, sheltering but molly coddling and being a bit too smothering that is when the mother's sort of taking on too much of the child taking on way too much there, there needs to be a level of healthy independence for that child to grow teenager young adult whatever um and likewise within the family so that's something, right? Um, and I, I, I can imagine that that is going to be very hard to navigate, especially if it's inherent in the family and it's been going on for years and lifetimes. But when you're self-aware, you have the ability and the power to change the script and feel better because by doing this and changing the script and taking that awareness uh, into your place of power, you're actually saying, I'm going to claim my power and that means that you're going to step into your power more by not absorbing the energies of others and finding a healthy dynamic to not feed into it too much and to have the awareness and the compassion then you are remaining on your throne in your centered spot you will completely drop out of the vortex your connection to source your alignment will totally make you drop out if someone's on a lower lower flying disc as abraham hicks says you know, if someone's on a lower flying disc and you're on a higher flying disc and then you kind of almost get caught up into that, you're stepping away from your center point. You're stepping away from your alignment. And sometimes you have to be ruthless. And to be ruthless, you don't need to be rude. Ruthless, when I say ruthless, you've just got to do what's right for you. Um, and and that is the most important thing here. Uh, whether that's you having to take more time for yourself, stepping back, doing the glass wall, grounding, just writing and journaling those feelings, making sure you've got some degree of separation for yourself. And if you find yourself highly um, sensitive to those energies, take even more time for yourself. At the end of the day, 
I personally, if anyone comes to me and starts like saying, if anyone was to complain, like I'm feeling really run down, da, 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 this that that, I'm like, have you got, have you had, have you had time for yourself? Have you grounded? Have you fed your mind, body, and soul? Have you like? I'm not gonna be there going, oh, I feel sorry for you. That's I'm not that person. I would be like, okay, I feel you, I hear you. Where are you taking charge of your life? Where are you owning your stuff? Whether it's like you've had, and then this can be like life changing. You've had. Uh, a significant uh, life event happened. It could be a breakup, a divorce. It could be family passing, some illness happening, whether, you know, directly or others. And those can be big wake-up moments. But at the end of the day, you can have loads of support from others and lots of compassion and empathy, but you've got to own you and it's got to come from you and no victim mentality, right? It's easy to fall into the trap of going, oh, I'm picking up on so-and-so's energy and that's why I'm like this and well, 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 he's done that or this one's been like this to me and that's why I'm like this. Well, no, you have the you have the power to say, yeah, I've picked up on this energy and this energy is these feelings and they are not mine, so I am not owning them and I'm going to own the feelings that I've got. Oh, actually, I am getting triggered by their feelings. Okay, so how does that make me feel? So yeah, Steph got up in her seat and moved forward. You know what that means when she does that. So this is the next one and it's having those strong boundaries. Absolutely. It's setting boundaries, knowing yourself more. When you spend time with yourself more, you know yourself more and you know what you need to feed your mind, body and soul. And if that means, okay, I'm not going to socialize on these days or I need time alone or actually... I'm not going to go and do these activities because I just need to rest. I need to recharge. I need to slow down. I did an episode on soft girl era for my guys out there. It's something you guys can still follow too, is how can I be more kind to myself? We don't need to be doing, 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 doing all the time. And I think there is this fear and mentality around if I'm not doing, right, if I'm not efforting, then the outcome's not there. But you, you guys don't realize that actually it's when you're more in the flow state and when you're allowing things to unfold and actually you're just taking it easy. And I'm not saying just don't do anything in life and don't get up and wash your backside and don't pay your bills. But I'm saying allow that flow, allow some softness, allow softness into your life. Things will be easier. It's not meant to be a struggle. It's not meant to feel heavy. Set those boundaries. Communicate them to whoever you need to and if people don't like it then that is a sign for you that there's something there that's not quite healthy and that actually you've been given to a situation or to an uh, to a person um which is not balanced and they've got work to do they're not bad people remember this in all of these situations people are not bad when you're absorbing their energies that doesn't make them bad people i believe everyone's a beautiful soul but they're everyone's on their own unique journey learning and they are here on earth, we are here on earth to self-master. So some are taking the ownership to self-master and to really become their best self. And some are just, I'd like to call it consuming. They're just out here on earth just consuming what's around them. The nonsense, the media, the bullshit, the social media, all of the gossip, the just the, the, the trends, all of this nonsense. Like, oh yeah, like let me follow, 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 follow. And then... The real energy, the real power is coming onto earth, identifying with who you really are, owning who you really are and understanding your gifts and really tapping into those gifts and using them 
um, to help yourself and others. And as you're doing that, you are becoming the creator that you were meant to be. And it's really finding yourself back to who you truly are. So, yeah. If, you're, if you need to set boundaries with the consumers, <laughs> consumers, you know. But if you need to set boundaries, even higher boundaries with consumers, because what they do is, in their day-to-day life, they're mainly consuming. And if you're trying to create, why are you hanging around with that energy? That's not going to support you or give you the like like frequency that is going to help bolster what you're doing right so be mindful of that be mindful of who you're keeping around you and why um i feel like in society there's this and i used to have this there's that feeling of you need to be busy to be liked you need to be busy to look popular you need to you know you need to be doing these things and that's what's deemed like acceptable in society who gives a fuck i walk around and i saw don't really swear much. I walk around on my own most times. I go for dinner on my own. Loads. I've been dining for one. I don't even know. I've lost count. I've had more dining for ones than I've had dates in my whole entire existence. Or even more dines for one than dinners with groups. Because for me, that's important. It's important to really know who I am, right? And um, to give that time for myself. So, yeah. I think I got my point across there, didn't I? So setting those boundaries are going to really help you. Now, once you've set those boundaries, you are going to have, like, look, generally, you're going to be feeling other people's emotions. You're going to be feeling your emotions. You're going to need an outlet to be able to release emotions, whether they're yours or someone else's. So you can do visualizations. I love... I love looking at waves and water because if you see the tide coming in and those waves, they come into the shore and they go and they just wash everything off the debris and they just cleanse it out. And it's just a constant motion. And I just think it's just so beautiful. And it's so symbolic of releasing emotions, the waves, water, watery energy, water represents emotions and feelings. So for me, I love doing the visualization with water. You can visualize and see, you know, the emotions, the feelings and like they're being cleansed and you can say that out loud, you can visualize it, you can talk, you can affirm it. Um, also what I quite like as well, uh, sometimes, you know, when you're not near the ocean, but you've got a shower or something like that, you can go and just wash that energy off you, like in a physical sense, because it helps you kind of go, okay, all these emotions and you can call them out and I'm releasing them as I have this shower. You can also have other um, visualizations of like emotions being sort of leaves or flowers or something floating away downstream away from you and they're no longer yours or your you know a, a flower is losing its petals and it's flying it's being blown out by the wind whatever kind of gives you that feeling of like letting go and peace then you're nicely cutting those emotions away cutting those cords away and you might even if, if there's a person involved of course you might want to see that floating you might see the person as well and see them floating you can hold your hand on your heart and and show compassion. So it's not a menacing thing to to make sure you don't absorb the energy of others allows you to become more of who you are and be in your power and show up in your true authentic energy and um, show up good and strong and really aligned. And you'll only be a, an example and a, you know, uh, an inspiration for those around you. So others will notice that and they'll be like, that's great. Like, I need to do more of that. Whether they've consciously thought of that, but they're like, 
how come she's always... I know a lot of people think this about me, so I'll just say it. Um, and they say it to me, but you're so, like, calm. You're, like, walking around, like, so peaceful and just so, like... <laughs> are you just being? Like, do you even think, Steph? Um, you're just so calm, so together, so, like, balanced. But it takes this work. It takes the identifying with the emotions, allowing them to come up. If you need to cry, release them, all of that. It takes setting the boundaries. It takes the time for self. It takes that consistent commitment. It's saying, I want to be in alignment with my source energy. I want to be in my vortex. I love being in the vortex. When I'm here, life is just so fulfilling and great for me. Why do I ever want to be out of it? So that is why, you know, that is why it's worth it and it's it it's a beautiful thing. And yeah, we have moments what will pull us out, but these rituals, these uh, methods will help us stay in our center, will bring us back to our core divine divine energy, divine power. So I hope that that helped, my loves. And I'm sending you lots of love, peace, light, and abundance. Mwah, 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 mwah. Stay tuned for more episodes. And don't forget to like and subscribe this channel. And leave me a comment. I'd love to hear from you. Okay, bye.